0: Welcome to the Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. Okay guys, so this is the special episode here of uh, Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. I'm going to be doing things a little differently today, so it's going to sound a little different to you guys all listening on the microphones, but it's also going to look a little different to the folks that are at home on live. So I'm going to be going live tonight. And going to be going live on our No Finish Line Nation page and on the Instagram page up top to be able to have conversations and dig in and be able to figure some things out and talk about some stuff about relationships with food. That's pretty much what this whole entire concept and talk about is. So I'm going to go ahead and go live real quick. Okay. All right, so as we wait for folks to come in through Coffee Talk here, uh, through No Finish Line Nation, and through the Instagram page up top here, with any kind of followers that we have or anything like that, you know, the podcast itself is all about. As many of you know, with the podcast and the direction that we go in, you guys can see the microphone on the live feed. You can see the the, the sign right behind me here with the Coffee Talk uh, logo going on. Hey, everybody, coming in. I see WW Farmily, uh Mommy Two WW uh, Trish MM, who's joined too. So just uh, yeah, so we're here. Here we are on a podcast live. This is a live one. I'm recording for the audio version. Going to do a bunch of editing on that piece of it too. It's going to be great. We're going to get you know. It's going to be going live here. I just want to make sure. Yeah, Chris, what's going on? And other folks, Scott Toner, how you doing, Alice? Uh, good afternoon. Good evening, wherever I, I think it's afternoon. I'm not even sure where it is across the country, but uh, welcome to the show here, Gloria from NFLN. How are you? Good to see you. So I see all kinds of people rolling in right now. Crystal, good evening. How you doing? So it's different tonight. We're going to do a little bit of a different episode. We're going to do something just—it's uh, new for me. It's brand new, as you can see the logo behind me with Coffee Talk with a liquid 1973 i do the audio podcast every day or every week i should say i put something together to be able to record some stuff to be able to have some fun with some things and just do a lot of things that are just uh uh, you know working in the whole space of health and mindset and all that stuff hey scott how you doing buddy good to see you um so tonight's topic if you could see it i don't know if you could see it as much on the instagram feed but you can see it on the Facebook live feed the topic is all about relationship with food so we talk a lot about a lot of times where people are diving into food they go in they do different stuff they have different relationships with food or anything like that and we really dig into why we do the things that we do with food so why do we have the relationships that we have with food what's the reason that we have to have those types of relationships some of them are unhealthy relationships some of them are healthy really diving into the mindset of where we're at with coffee with the coffee talk and with the relationship with food uh thank you so much somebody said that's a a great topic ltk321 so you know That's really the reason why I'm going live tonight is I want to find out you all of your opinions of where you're at with food. So is your relationship that you have with food and the way you go through your journey or whether you're on a health loss journey or whether you're working out at the gym or whatever it is, where are you at with your relationship with food, right? So are you at the place where you find food to be something as just for sustenance and for the ability to be able to just fuel yourself and just do it for being able to put food into your body for fuel or anything like that or are you doing it more so for the comfort level and those kind of things right hi susan how you doing laurianne hello how are you uh chris says to me see lobly says food is love it's also, unfortunately, a stress relief. You know, I, it's funny because I think we uh, we definitely <laughs> – we I, I definitely live in the space of stress relief piece of it, right? So I've always grown up that way. We've always had food around holidays. We've always had food around all the different things, and the food was really – it was tough. It was really – it was difficult because you were either force-fed stuff that you probably shouldn't be eating or – you 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 almost equated it to any kind of stress comes around you cook the most the worst uh, inappropriate foods in the world whether they're greasy foods sugary foods unhealthy stuff and whatever and we grew up that way i feel in my journey and where i'm at with it in that space so it was, it's interesting to look at that so thanks for sharing chris uh mommy says my relationship with food is terrible I think as a child, my mom comforted us with comfort food, and I think I use that as a mindset when things are stressful or feel out of control. You know, stress is a big thing with food. It's huge, right? When we get stressful or we get stressed out about stuff, What do we do? We usually go to either food or we grab a drink or some sort of coping mechanism to be able to get through it. Now, I'm not saying I promote the fact that you might go to get a drink or you might go to get some food, (laughs) but what I am saying is that that's a reality. It's where we're at, it's our relationship. And we got to start to dig into why these things happen. What's the reason that we're in the place that we're in? You know, it's interesting to dig into the psyche of where our mindset is about things. So, let's see trying to just think of it as nourishment versus comfort you know so that's another comment that was made so you're trying to think of it as nourishment over comfort my wife who is a uh, half marathon runner she's possibly going to train for a full marathon she looks at it the same way she looks at it as very much like a sustenance type of thing you know food is fuel something that you need to feed your body because your body needs it but i don't need to overindulge and i don't need to dive into all the fattening stuff and even if it gets stressful it there's no reason to really Uh, overindulge on things so she's already in that mindset and i'm in the other mindset where if stress happens i don't want to dive into head first into a humongous boston cream pie i mean that's it's usually what ends up happening and that's my problem and i try to stay away from that aspect of it so let's see here i guess comfort food when we were taught to turn to food uh to cope yeah so coping mechanisms is another piece that's huge right we use food we use crutches for coping mechanisms and a lot of times it's really difficult to be able to break that mold and break that that whole trend of where we're at with it so scott you said the bartender from duffy's at old orchard beach was on jeopardy last night so (laughs) so i'm sitting in scarborough maine right now so gold go old orchard i saw him on there too because we were jeopardy fans too so joanne says all the above so you have stuff like coping mechanisms you stress eat you've been taught this way, you grew up this way, and family, family fed you all kinds of food and did different stuff that was, uh, you know, happening, and, and it, it was normal. It was the normal way that we were able to cope with the things that we had to cope with, along with sometimes it's even a positive comfort, even though maybe unhealthy eating, our food that we ate with our families, and we all got together, there's, there's that sense of family and normalcy, and just being able to have fun with it right and be able to you feel connected to people when you're having food together and you're diving into different plates but there's another piece to it with the relationship with food is is we've become so dependent on processed foods and not necessarily foods that are healthy for us right so my wife we were having this long dialogue and conversation around how she feels that the fast food industry and some other things have really targeted our brains to really think that these really delicious types of foods that are happening with French fries and burgers and all that stuff is something that she's like, I, 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 I think that we've kind of created a monster where people, food can be comfort, but healthier foods can be comforting also. And we've relied on the more fattening, sugary, greasy types of foods to be able to dive into it, so it's interesting the concept that's there. But you know, it's one of the things that we talk about on the podcast, and we talk about just in general is around what's your mindset and where are you at with it, and how are you diving into your triggers of what causes you to be able to eat the certain foods that are there. So Susan says, "Food is comfort, energy, memory-inducing, enjoyable, guilt-laden, endorphins-causing, all-encompassing." Oh, now that's now that's a that's a mouthful right there of a bunch of words. <laughs> So, Susan, yeah, I, I agree with every single one of those, every single one of them, because we have good moments with food. We have bad moments with food. We have guilty, conscious moments with food. We have moments where we know we shouldn't have eaten as much as we did, but we did it anyway. We have we have those moments of sliding down the road after we've been so successful after a period of time, but then we hit this this moment where we just stuff our face and go, oh, what just happened, right? So all these different feelings that we have, come from food and that's interesting to me and it's something that I battle with all the time and something that we all battle with I think everybody that's on 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 Instagram Facebook all these different social media platforms on the podcast subscribers and everything else if you use food as a comfort level or something that's that you use to be able to put you in a place from one point to the next, you got to dig into what triggers that, and what causes that. That's one of the big things that I'm trying to get into, but it's hard to, man, because our brains are are, are crazy, and I like food a lot. You know, I, food is something that I, that I lean in on a lot of situations. So Alice says, uh, Alice Williams says, yep, for comfort, for stress, and just because it tastes so delicious. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm a food lover, Alice, so I, I can't just say it's just for the the comfort of it all or the stress reliever but I love food food tastes good food is something that I'm just I'm I'm a fan of and I'm not a big sweets guy so for me I'm not really big sugary crazy sweets guy but I'm but I'm different types of foods. so whether it's fried types of foods or different stuff unhealthy stuff that I shouldn't be doing I really shouldn't be but those are the things those are my triggers and those are the things that give me comfort and be able to help me to get to where I have to get to or, or I should say, I should get away from those things to get me to where I need to be. get to also. So Sandra Ann, how you doing? Uh, she says, hello, Corey Schaefer, a good buddy of mine, uh, Navy buddy of mine that go, we go way back, uh, says, it's usually a release from the day's events. I know it's bad, but damn it, it tastes so good. So yeah, that when you're coming home after a long days of work, I know I'm on the road all day long. I'm traveling all the way up to the northern parts of Maine. I come all the way back down. To Scarborough, I get home. I want to eat food and then maybe snack. So one of the things that I did, and this is something that I can share with you guys because I'm incorporating it. I incorporated it pretty recent, uh, you know, probably about a month ago. Is intermittent fasting. I have I have done a little bit of that, and what that does for me. Here's what it does for me. The intermittent fasting piece helps me because my issue and my problem isn't necessarily stuffing my face all over the place with whenever I get home. My issue is how i snack at nighttime it's it's the evening snacks it's the potato chips it's the little snacks it's the boredom moments where i'm watching tv or i'm watching a movie hi trish how you doing uh over on instagram so it's the boredom piece it's the piece where i'm looking at it going man i i i I got nothing to do with myself right now, so I'm watching a movie or I'm watching TV or I'm watching whatever show winding down from the day, and I got to go into my cupboard or go into my cabinet to be able to get some snacks that I probably shouldn't have, right? And so even if even most of the snacks that my wife has in the house are usually healthier snacks, to be honest with you. She has stuff like veggies and fruits and those kind of things, but all of those add up too. I mean, they really do. It's nighttime snacking. It all can add to it. You go to bed with a full belly at nighttime. That all turns into some stuff that probably isn't very good for you, right? So the intermittent fasting is good for me because when I go through the day and I'm going through my eating process and everything else that I'm doing and I can eat some of the things that I, that I like to eat, I know that after 8 o'clock at night all the way till 12 o'clock the next day, I'm on this regiment. Some Something tells me you can't eat that and you're not supposed to eat at nighttime. And so I've had a pretty good amount of success with being able to follow that. Now, is it perfect? No, not really. Uh, it's something that I'm trying to be able to work with and incorporate. I've done pretty good. I've stayed pretty vigilant with it. The hardest thing for me is is the morning coffee. <laughs> When you, when you drink a cup of coffee in the morning, it's supposed to be a black cup of coffee and then uh, no sh- no creamers, no nothing, which I'm not a big creamer guy, but I do like a little bit of flavor. So I like my sugar-free sweet uh, cream, Italian cream as per Coffee Talk because everybody knows how much I love coffee. But on, on the other hand, when you look at those kind of things, people do like to add some creamer in the morning. So intermittent fasting can be a little bit tough with that piece of it too because people like to be able to add those things that are in there. So. Terry says she uh, Terry says she agrees with Susan with all of those different words. Again, comfort, energy, memory inducing, enjoyable, guilt-laden, endorphins causing, all-encompassing. So those are uh, those are some huge words that we throw out there to be able to describe exactly what food is to all of us. So as you can see, this podcast, this live version, has gone pretty well. Most of the comments that were rolling in was pretty phenomenal and amazing, and the amount of engagement was pretty spectacular. So it was our first one that we did this way, and we really enjoyed it. So I just took a little break here in the middle of it just to be able to share with all of you if you'd like to become a patron of the podcast itself as we move forward, whether it's visual, audio, or anything just want to be able to share with you the link to be able to go into it to be able to become a patron is at www.patreon.com slash liquid coffee talk and it's a nice easy way to be able to get in there sign up to become whether it's a patron to get merchandise, whether it's a patron to be able to donate to the show, or whether it's just a patron to be able to sign up for newsletters or anything like that for the podcast itself. We're looking to do really big things this year, and I hope that you're a part of it. So feel free to sign up for it, and we'll get right back into the rest of this podcast. Mike Baer, how you doing? Over on Instagram, thanks for doing this. No problem. You know, I'm, I'm going to start doing the lives on No Finish Night Nation and over on Instagram Every third Tuesday of the month is when I'm going to go live. That's kind of like the big, big thing that I'm going to try to do to keep it consistent once a month to be able to go live, have some comments coming through, have a topic up on the thing. I might even send out the topic a little earlier so people can kind of prepare to be able to come to the table, to have some conversations, to share some insight, share best practices of how to stay away from certain foods or maybe workout plans or different stuff. And and we're gonna have some fun with that piece of it. And then the other part that we're gonna do is I'm part of the podcast portion of it is I'm gonna be interviewing one person per month. Now, like I shared on the podcast, It's going to be somebody that inspires me. Maybe they crack me up. Maybe they're funny. Maybe they do different stuff. Maybe it's going to be something that we want to be able to go through and have some fun with and have an interview to give everybody best practices, myself, listeners for the podcast, you guys, viewers, anybody, tips and pointers to be able to really... Battle through this journey that we're trying to be able to go through because that's we're all warriors man every single one of us we're trying to be able to just get through it and do everything we can do with everything that's thrown at us and we're we're faced with we're all warriors all of us are fighting the good fight and what better way to be able to have some tools in your tool belt to be able to fight with so I'm going to be interviewing people like some yoga instructors or some chefs uh, maybe even bring on a little Mud Hustler action over there or whatever on a, on the podcast to do some interviews with. Let's see, chocolate's a big trigger for me. Yeah, chocolate's a big one for a lot of people. Chocolate is a huge one for people. Some A lot of people like the chocolate and the saltiness that goes with the chips and the chocolate. It's, they're instant triggers. So some people can't even have it in the house. They're like, I it's got to go. I, I can't even have it in my cabinet. Can't even have it in my drawer. Can't have it anywhere. So if that's the the key... Of if that's one of your triggers, that might be something really to, to to look at it, right? To look at what the environment that you're setting yourself up, whether you're setting yourself up for success by having it all in your cabinets or are you setting yourself up for failure because you've got that stuff all laid up in the cabinet and you can go over there and, and eat those kind of things and those are triggers for you. So it's something to think about, right? Love the idea of a live every month. Thank you, Mike Bear. I appreciate that over on Instagram. Yeah, I, I, it's something new that I'm trying to be able to challenge myself. I, I, we always talk about trying to be able to stretch your limits and do new things and try to, I don't know, experience new stuff and, and stretch out the normal comforts of where we're at to be able to be the best version of who you need to be. This is one of the ways that I'm going to do that because nobody really likes to look at my mug out there on, on the screen. I, I I know for me, I have, a, I have a hard time with it. So when I'm sitting there talking to all of you and I talk a lot with my hands and I do all kinds of different stuff, all those little inequities that I have are shown right on point for everybody to see. <laughs> so it's a little tough, but um, it's going to be um, – a good challenge for me. And I think it'll take us to the next level in the podcast and through the live feeds and everything else. So let's see. Uh, Mike bear says also you and mud together. I'm in. Yeah. If anybody knows, uh, uh, mud and I, uh, we have two kitchen tables and a microphone. We haven't recorded a video cast in a long time, but, um, we, we met through weight watchers on some, on chat boards and through the WW bros. And then we became fast friends, We are from around the same area. We have the same type of Humor, same type of everything. We're both going through the same exact kind of things, right? We're going through the same things. We like food. We both struggle with weight. We both lost weight. We gained some weight back. We're doing different stuff. We're challenging ourselves. So I feel like he's in my corner and I'm in his corner. We've always been good friends ever since we first met. So if anybody's ever seen us together, you know that we we hit it off pretty well. So I feel like a podcast might be something really cool because it's just audio, right? It's not a lot of video aspect of that podcast, but it's where you can get kind of intimate and really raw about the what kind of stuff she struggle with and stuff like that. So I really feel like the podcast brings that out in people when you do interviews like that. I've been on a few and um it's it's caused that to do that uh you know for the person that's doing the interview and the interviewee that's being interviewed. So let's see you can't grow in comfort zones Beamer. So yeah, I agree with you. Uh you can't grow in comfort zones. You can't you know if you're not challenging yourself and and the topic of this whole entire live was are is is your relationship with food a healthy one or a hurtful one and a lot of times when we think about it if we just live in the space of comfort those comfort zones have really ended up being hurtful to some people sometimes right those comfort zones of being able to eat the things you want to eat high calories high fat high sugar chocolates chips everything else we live in that comfort zone it ends up hurting us in the long run. and that's that's a hard thing. that I mean, that's a difficult thing because we are we're we're just it's it's really it's difficult, right? It's difficult to be able to break the mold of being in that comfort zone. And when you're in the comfort zone, it's easy. But when you step out of that comfort zone and you make changes and you make some differences and you make different things happen, Oh, I got a bunch of catching up to do with some uh, um, comments. Sorry about that. <laughs> so when you when you break out of that comfort zone, that's really important, and that's where you challenge and you grow from it. So let's see. Talking easier when you aren't being videotaped. I know I'm 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 following two feeds. I got Instagram here, and I got Facebook Live here. So anyway, all right. So let's see here. We got. Um, Susan says, I wonder why we jump into whatever plan we choose to follow, go full throttle, 1,000% and then simmer down and focus and our focus dwindles. Why is that? That, That's another thing, right? So I just mentioned a minute ago about our relationship with food and the triggers that we have and the foods that we like to eat, like, like snacks and chips and chocolates and whatever else. If they're in your house, you're probably going to eat them, right? I mean, if they're there, you're going to eat them. So, if our, if our focus is waning on staying on track and doing the things you have to do, maybe that's what we have to do. We got to dig in and just remove them from the house, put in, replace them with healthy snacks, put in some stuff that's in there, and they cost a little bit of money, and it also may be some hurtful moments of you throwing this stuff away or bringing it down to Goodwill and just going, uh, I don't want to give it up, but it takes work and you got to do it. Maybe we have to set ourselves up for better success during those times when it, when it's all waning. Heather, how you doing? Let's see here. Alice says, same here. I snack at night. Lots of little snacks. Me too. I'm a a big snacker. We already shared that piece of it. Let's see. I'll get caught up here. Let's see. Joanne says, uh, "Mud and I are so much fun to hear and watch, and it's so genuine in real time. So yeah, you could see the friendship come through, uh, whether it's through video or through audio or whatever. And it is a genuine friendship. And it, it, what you see behind the scenes, or what you see, or what you see on the video or on the audio portion of it, it's the same thing when we're in when we're in real life here. You know what I mean? So uh, all right, Terry, thank you so much. We would be great. She says, uh, "Happy to see the live." Kimberly, how you doing? Sparkles. It's so great to see you out there on the treadmill and uh getting your post back out there again, getting that mojo back. It's really great to see your uh, shining face and your smile uh when you're out there doing your workouts. So let's see, Lisa Jimmy G or KC. Oh, you're you're talking sports, Scott. All right, so on the live we have uh sports talk here. That that's a different podcast, but I'll I'll go ahead and answer. So I feel as if I'm rooting for Jimmy Garoppolo, but I don't know if Kansas City can put up a lot of points really quickly. So there you go. So let's see. Um, Little Red Trike uh, gave me a smiley face and then says, "Keep at it, Shane." Yeah, that's that's all you can do. You know, you're a great example to be able to say, "Here's where we're at." Uh, If you keep at it and you dig and you keep on focusing on the things you have to focus on and the things you can control, like the food that's in the house or planning out your meals or before you go to the restaurant, knowing what you're going to order or whatever it is that you got to do when it comes to food, when it comes to those kind of things. Uh, You gotta keep on doing it. You gotta keep on going. And if you fail and you and you fall on your face and next thing you know, it's like a crime scene with tape around your body and you're in the middle of the kitchen and you're laying there and you got chips on your chest and you got chocolate on your forehead and you got stuff smeared all over your face, it's okay. The next day you just wake up, you go right back at it, and you get right back on the horse again. Right, right? I mean, that's really what you can do. Focus on what you can control and then when other things happen that you can't control. Bob and weave and live through it. So that's really what the whole gist of it is. Let's see. So true. Focus on what you can do, not what you can't. Uh, Little Red Trike says, keep putting yourself first with no apologies. Otherwise, sheet cake happens. Inside joke to ask Mud Hustler about sheet cake happens because it was a pretty funny moment. All right. Let's see here. Lisa says, yes. Um, Kim Kimberly says, I have a small cabinet. I keep my snacks in so I never have to see the kids and husband stuff. Yeah, so that's another piece. That's another piece about the relationship with food. Here I am trying to work at it, right? If I didn't have a wife that supported that aspect of it and said, you know what? Listen, we're going to put some healthy foods in the cabinets. We're going to put some things, uh, you know, good stuff in the fridge. We're not going to load it up with a bunch of crazy gross foods. I don't know if I could be successful as I am so far. I don't I don't know if I could be cuz I need that partner in crime. So I get that whole relationship piece where you might have a husband or a wife that isn't necessarily in the same place that you are. But how difficult is it when it when that happens because you want to be able to do it together, but sometimes maybe they're naturally thin or maybe they're maybe they don't put on weight as much or maybe they can snack on the things that they can snack on and they're not focused on the same things that you are so you got to come to a happy medium of what you can do so I like that you hide the stuff away of what they can have and stuff so let's see here had to switch to Facebook all right Shelly hi how you doing I don't know was Instagram kind of wonky I'm not sure All right, so keep going. That's how you win. Exactly. Uh, I'll back over on Facebook. If you had a bad bite, don't beat yourself up. That's exactly what I was just saying, uh, Terry, is if 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 you failed, if you fell down and you injured yourself, you'd pick yourself back up, wouldn't you? I mean, if you skinned your knee in a race or whatever, you didn't die. You're, you're, you're not dead. You, you know, uh, You can get up and keep on walking. It's the same exact concept with food. I mean, we may have a bad relationship with food, a lot of us, but at the end of the day, the next day is just a new day. So put on the big bootstraps and do everything you have to do so that way the next morning you get up, you walk on, and you keep on going. That's it. One foot in front of the other and continue to push forward. You're going to have good days, on-point days, and other days maybe not so much. All right, so let's see. Uh, Susan says, Hubs and I have... Floor to ceiling, his and hers pantries. No joke, it works, exactly. So his section, your section. His and hers, I love it. That's a that's another great best practice and tip, Susan. What a great share that is for other people that are struggling with the fact that it mixes all together and it's a hodgepodge of a bunch of bad stuff and, and next thing you know, you both are looking at the, 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 the pie that your husband might wanna eat or that can eat, that's allowed to eat and you're like, I can't do that. So separate it out, do what you have to do. Whatever it takes for you to be successful, you've earned it and you need to do it, right? You've got to do it. All right, so let's see here. I love the visual. Let's see. Hi, Shelly. Baby steps every day to change habits. Shelly says, weekly meal planning. Some prep has made a huge difference for me. Plan, plan, plan. So for all those folks out there that are prepping champions, you know who you are. All of you are out there that know how, like our own Wesley McCoy on No Finish Line Nation, and his family, him and Kayla, they they literally are are prep bosses. They know how to put stuff together to map it out and be able to do it for the full week and have their meals planned. Jeff is another great um, planner for all his meals. There's so many of them that inspire me on this page when at the end of the day, I don't prep enough. I'm on the road so much I should prep more. I should have a meal already prepped and planned. Because guess what happens when you're on the road? You're driving down the road. You're cruising along. And then Mr. Fast Food over here shows up and it smiles at you and yells at you and says, hey, come on in. And then the fast food guy over here goes, hey, wait, wait, come on over here real quick because we got a big deal, two for $6. Or I got another one over here. Whatever it is, there are temptations across the board. But if I'm prepped and I have a meal already mapped out in my vehicle as I'm going and I'm traveling, I could probably set myself up for so much more success. So that's a great call out, Shelly. I like that. Corey says, you, men, you mentioned intermittent fasting. It works outside of my hours when I want a snack. Water, water, water. But boy, do I look forward to 12 in the afternoon. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I, I, I think I do get pretty pretty uh, hangry at around 1130 before that 12 o'clock bell rings. Hi, everybody joining over on Instagram too. Uh, when that when that bell rings at 12 o'clock, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Now I, I, I'm ready to go. I, I have to be careful though, because I'm, I'm the type that's like, I'm, I'm so hungry that my, my triggers are, I'm starving right now. And so I just want to stuff my face. <laughs> well, I can't do that either because that's not healthy. Right, so you 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 level your playing field and you eat whatever meals that you have to do, and you kind of even it out after that twelve o'clock time period and whatever else. So I think that that's really worked well for me. Uh, that's there. So uh, let's see. Know when your no is weak. Uh, I, I'm not. Maybe you need to elaborate just a little bit on Instagram for me. Lb or LFBMER. I just need to know what you mean by that. By know when your no is weak. Okay. Yeah, so Susan, you said standing ovation for Wesley. Yeah, he is. He's he's the man. He's the man when it comes. If you want some tips on how to prep, and you want some tips how to... I almost picture Wes in the kitchen. If, if any of you were Seinfeld fans, if any of you know, have watched Seinfeld, if you can picture the moment where um, Kramer... And Newman are in the kitchen, and they're making the sausages in the kitchen. And they got the they got the polka music going. It's da, 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 da. I could see I could see Wesley doing that in his kitchen when he's got the the crock pot going over here. He's got the Instapot going over there. He's got the thing going in the oven. Some bird balls, some some all kinds of stuff. And I see that happening. I know that that's what happens in that household. I can picture it, and I know that that's what happens. So absolutely standing ovation for Wes. Great job. Uh, Scott Toner, uh, my buddy from high school Way back in the day Known him for many, many years Good to see you on here, man Uh, Congratulations on your weight loss, man Great job I think it's with the 180 program down in Massachusetts Um, Amazing job with what you're doing I love that You're also tempted by the fast food And you say plan ahead works It really does But great job, man I saw your picture the other day Where you had the muscles up And uh, you were showing, uh, showing those abs off, man Great job Uh, Kimberly says it's funny I prep for travel eating but not so much at home just keep healthy options for quick meals at home so that's what works for you your relationship with food is you know what your triggers are and what you have to do if you're traveling you know that your travel eating is not so good so you've got to make sure you prep it you make sure you do it the right way but you also know what works for you at home. So these are the types of things, I know it's going to get deep real quick, but these are the types of things that we need to write these things down as we're, as we're going through them. Take a note, write it down on a piece of paper and say, you know what, this is what I'm good at. Kimberly says, I'm good at prepping for my travel, but when I'm at home, it's just healthy options for quick meals. Great, write those things down. Because what happens when the crap hits the fan? When everything starts going downhill, we lose sight of some of the best practices that we've Gained throughout our whole entire journey, we lose them. They're gone. They, they take off on us. They're just not there anymore. So write those things down so you can remember to tap into those things because we all need tips and pointers to be able to push forward. Thank you so much for sharing that, uh, Kimberly. Melissa, hello. How are you doing? Uh, Papa Mud, how you doing? I see you over there. You just you just stopped in. It's great to see you. All right. So. We're at about the half hour mark right now. That's about the length of what my normal podcasts are. It's been great interaction tonight, guys. You see my logo back here for Coffee Talk. If you do do get a chance, okay, if you get a chance to be able to do so on the podcast itself, if you're not subscribed to it, pop over to iTunes. I put all the links in all my little posts. But go on there, subscribe, and leave some feedback for me. Go on there, whether you want to put a five-star, four-star, whatever you want to be able to do, I love feedback anyway, and leave a comment on there about the podcast. The more people that can see what the podcast does or what these types of things do, how we're trying to be able to help others, encourage others, lift each other up, it really helps out with the podcast journey and where we're at with everything. So let's see, last couple comments here. Uh, Diana says, in my relationship with food was a a Facebook status. It definitely would be, it's complicated. (laughs) Yeah, just like a relationship status, right? It's complicated. Mm, In my relationship, we have ups, we have downs, we're ins, outs, all kinds of stuff. Some days are really fantastic and they're wonderful. And other days, I mean, it's the love of my life. And the other days, I hate that son of a, I want to throw it out the window. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about on that one. So All right, let's see if one more comment here we got. Um, Thank you, great chat. Terry, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for a fabulous today's talk. Susan, great job. Thank you so much for joining. Thanks for for your comments. Everybody on Instagram, it'll be posted on my Instagram feed and the links are in my bio for the podcast itself if you wanna join. I'm gonna sign off for now, guys. We'll see you next month. On the third Tuesday of the month, I'm going to put a calendar appointment in No Finish Line Nation, and I'll put out some announcements over here on Instagram, okay? Thank you very much. I see that somebody said, thanks so much, Shane. Great job, all right? I'm going to go ahead and end the live. We'll talk later, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, please go to www.patreon.com slash liquid coffee Talk to join. Also, you can find me on all different social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook just by looking for at liquidshano1973. And lastly, if you get a chance, please hop over to iTunes and leave the podcast a rating and some feedback on it. We would truly appreciate it. So we'll see you on the next podcast.